Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clear Thinking, brought to you by Better Broadhead. Our town, their future. Please welcome your host, Aaron Menzel. Thank you for joining us for part three as we finish up our conversation with the Jacob Swag Foundation and the development of their app. Just endless on how this can help people. Correct. So, you know, and there's so many things that we still have on our list that we would love to be able to add to this app once it's up and going. But we wanted to make sure just to kind of get the shell up and going, get that out there, and then we can add. There's so many things. Like, we would love to be able to... Once people accept this app onto their phone, you know, we would love to be able to push out positive messages a couple times a week. Sometimes people just need to hear, you know, a hello or, you know, like keep going, a positive affirmation in their lives. So this past summer, we uh, participated in Generosity Days up in Monroe on the square. And it's about giving back to your community. So we asked people to come into our little tent and write down affirmations that they love, you know, positive thoughts that if their friend was in trouble or their friend was having a bad day, what would you say to them? So we have a stack of over 300 affirmations that oh, were wow. we would love to load onto this and just send out, you know, yeah. just a positive thing once in a while. That's a lot of affirmations. It it's is. a lot of people it was, who came into your tent and yeah, it was really impressive. <laughs> and it was yeah, awesome. it, it, was it was impressive. Great that, and it was it came from kids six years old that just says, "I want to be your friend." To you know, people that have amazing affirmations. So it was a huge variety of ages and simple positive thoughts but you know what you never know what one person could take from that exactly how you can touch that person one person phrase yeah and so when we started this app and we had our first meeting the question was asked to our foundation how are you going to measure success with with this the question was asked to our foundation how are you going to measure success with with this and i said uh i think the number's one number one. And they said, what do you mean by one? I said, if one person chooses to not make a permanent decision to hurt themselves or to take their own life and they go to seek help, then it's done. Then we've done it. Yeah, You know, we have done it. If one family never has to walk the journey that we've walked, I mean, hence we've met a lot of amazing people Mm -hmm. on our Jersey, on our journey. Um, a lot of people that have lost their loved ones to suicide, if we can just help one family yeah. or one child or one sibling not mm-hmm. have to have a different kind of life, right? Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think that's a a great way to measure it. Yeah. yeah, it may seem like a small number to a lot. You know, nowadays it's how many likes you have or how many yeah. friends you have or how many right? contacts. Yeah, it's all about how many you have. But we just want one. Yeah, we just want to help one person. I think that's amazing. That's a great way to look at it. And I think you guys have already done that without even having an app. We've we've had some really amazing stories yeah. shared yeah. with us from school districts, from parents, from kids. You know, by us, you know, we're both very involved in our community and we're kind of out in the public anyways. You know, we're alumni. And 
just talking about it, you know, people just see us, see see our story. And so it's opening up the communications with families. Right. It's opening up the communication with friends, you know. Mm-hmm. It's okay to support your friends. And if your friend, you know, has to tell you they have to go on medicine or something, that's absolutely okay, yeah. you know. Let's support each other and yeah, build them up, up. Yeah. instead of, you know, take them down. and. Mm-hmm. Life is tough, and especially in the teen world. It is. Let's get through high school, and you know, life is so different after high school. It is. Yeah. And it's I hard. Tell my kids that all the time. It's hard to see that mm-hmm. when you're in it. it you is. know, for us parents, we we're, we're we've been through it. We've mm-hmm. you know, and it's not even as hard as it was when, you know, it is now. But let's just keep talking about it. Yeah, I think that's great, and breaking down stigma without even really saying it. You know. Without being, you know, without we, saying let's end stigma, you're doing it through right. actions, and we could yeah. continue going into schools and say let's talk about suicide prevention and awareness, but it's about breaking the stigma. Yeah, and you know, we do a lot of work within elementary schools to middle school to high school. You know, so in the elementary, we talk about kindness and courage, right. and let's just be friends. Yeah. with each, you know, let's support our friends and. Yeah. Uh, co- I, co- I, Oh, go ahead. Yep, honey. I was just gonna say, a couple of years ago, we did uh, what was called buddy benches. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, been together a long time. So we we gave sixteen buddy benches to area community schools, and within Monroe, and I'll let Kurt explain what a and, buddy bench is. Well, the, one of the themes is coming from our board of Karen Mao, Todd Slushy, Joe Monroe, and then us, of course is it's important for to have inclusion mm-hmm. to make make people feel uh, as if they're welcome and they're included in part of the group and one of the ways to do that in a school is to get a buddy bench and uh, how that works is and I've witnessed it firsthand at the school that I'm at we, you you have a bench and it says if you need it and their kids are trained they're taught this if you need a buddy you are to go up and sit on that bench and other kids, if they see you sitting up there, they go up and they befriend that kid. And I've seen it firsthand where a kid will go up there and sit down um, and other kids will go up and get them. And the next thing you know, they're on the monkey bars or they're playing flag football or, right. the, or they're jumping rope and they're out on the playground. A couple of weeks later, they're going to birthday parties and they're now in the mix. It's important to, to get kids in the mix with other kids and to feel welcome to know yeah. that they have friends. And uh, we donated that to every school in, you know... Uh, a lot of these schools, kids move in and out. And, and mm-hmm. if you are a child that's, well, if you're moving into a school district in October and you're new to that district, it's a chance to break the ice yeah. and then become included in that group. And that seems to have been uh, very, the schools have been very receptive to that. And we've got a lot of positive comments about that. And I've seen the success firsthand. And that was that was money well spent yeah. to do that. I think that's a great thing. And then they don't have to ask can I play with you guys? And, and yeah. some kids are just kind of shy and they're yeah. not willing to do that. But if they go and sit on the bench and it's, you just, I can look at them out the window, these kids, and I can see them. They can't see me. And they'll sit there and they're looking back and forth wondering, is anybody going to come up here? Yeah. And as soon as those kids come up and get them, they get a big smile on their face. And the That's next so thing sweet. you know, they're out playing. Yeah. So. And as a parent, no parent wants to... See their child play alone on the playground. Yeah, it's cool. Right. It is. Yeah. It is. You know. And so these benches, 
we just thought would be a great give back to our community at the middle at the elementary level. So we have a few at area pools, you know, so it goes into the summer also. They learn about it and it's mm-hmm. really just schools have been very appreciative everywhere not just at schools you know anywhere that kids are coming together right parks yeah 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 i was a little bit surprised how successful it was but to me i was also impressed at how nice a lot of these kids are and they will go up and just befriend someone that they don't know and get them to be involved in part of the group and that that's heartwarming that is you know yeah, and I think, you know, even though we did talk a lot about social media and how kids can be terrible to each other, there's still a lot of really good kids. There is. You know, oh, a lot I... of great kids that are willing to help another kid. Yeah, for every 90, stand up for, yeah. someone. for every two, two negative behaviors I see in a day, I see 98 yeah. positive yeah. behaviors, positive, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. things. And I... so there, there is a lot of good in this world, and I don't know... If it's media or just what, but there seems to be a lot of focus on the negative when really you could spend a lot of time covering the positive things because yeah, there's a lot right. of great things happening out there. Yeah. You know? And I hear a lot of negativity about the younger generation. And I know that seems to happen over and over again. Yeah. You know, the older <laughs> as for, thinks as the for eons. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're that I, generation yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I really have a lot of hope for this. Mm-hmm generation i think they're going to be great like they're not afraid to be advocates they're not afraid to do their own research and they're not afraid to like kind of buck the system you know like Mm -hmm. protest and you know be unafraid to stick up for others and stuff like that yeah i i see a lot of good in this generation and i see this generation having a lot of success for it not only individually but for this county, for this yeah. state, country, etc. Yeah, you know. I think so too. And uh, you know, even with the elementary kids, I mean, it's hard to comprehend that there's a lot of mental health issues in the elementary school. I mean, so if we can just start with them young yes. and just mm-hmm. you know teach them just about being friends and support each other, and so then as they grow up and get into their really big situations and big problems in the harder times yes then they won't be so seclusive and you know in in drawn withdrawn from society that they'll lean on their friends or even their parents you know counselors therapists friends as parents you know there's so many people out there that love you and support you yeah you just have to find the right mix yeah and being able to show those youth that we're all there for them right i think that's the oh absolutely and i think your app is a great way of showing them and then also that you guys are in the schools and doing so many great things right yeah Yeah. well you know there isn't a single counselor administrator parent uh teacher etc that wouldn't help a child but they need to reach out for that help. I mean, right. you, you can't read their mind. They have to tell you that I am feeling bad or I, I have, I'm having some mental health issues. There's a lot of services and programs and a lot of help there, but if they don't reach out, they're not going to get that right. service. You have they're, to have a start to advocate you know, for yourself. You know, yeah, yeah. You just, that, And especially you mentioned earlier about, especially in the middle school age group, 
You get the hormones, you get, you know, oh, and just the physiological, everyth- psychological yes. changes, you absolutely. Know, the, yeah. It just everything is coming on at one time and your body's growing, but yet your mind maybe isn't developing as quickly and it's just hard mm-hmm. to yes. maneuver all of those avenues at once. It is. So it's just finding the right plan or the right safety group or your squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. will just carry you, carry yeah. you through those really bad moments. Yeah, yeah. and then you can support right. the other members of your squad as right. well. Because yeah. you know how it feels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we have counselors. Avenue, we uh, also deal a lot with Avenue's counseling in Monroe. We recently set up a support group for suicide survivors of suicide. Oh. So it's called SOS. Uh, We work with Avenues because they do a lot of great in-school help. And they're just within the the community. And, you know, after losing Jake, we drove to Madison uh, every other week, sometimes once a month, to go to a support group for um, survivors of suicide. And that's a really tough support group. And then you have the hour drive up, the hour drive back, you know, in the late at night and so uh we just started it this past april so we haven't even been doing it in a year yet but we were hoping that people that have lost a suicide can come to these support groups and not have to do the big drive mm-hmm. and we've had success yeah. there's That's been great. unfortunately there's new families coming each month but yeah. you know what i'm just glad they're walking through the mm-hmm. door and Avenues has been an amazing because they have so many different kind of support groups they for have our... a ton of support groups. They do. I'm really always surprised. Mm. Um, we're in a committee with um, a couple of ladies from Avenues. Okay. And the work that they're doing is astounding. It, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And yes. they do it not just within the community, but the schools. Yes, and yeah. You know, they do what is so best for the kids and the do. communities and do whatever they can. So... Yeah. They've they've been a blessing to our foundation mm-hmm. along with just the community. I They're, think they really are. I don't I don't know if a lot of people are aware of no. like what they're really doing. Like they're seeing patients at the schools and trying to break down those barriers because a lot of kids sure. miss their appointments. You know, it, not every family can right. get them their kids to Monroe usually. Right. But, and you know. and in the last couple of years, it's hard to get an appointment, it unfortunately, is, because yeah. it's just limited space and limited people providers, that providers. Yeah. And you know what? They're helping uh, that gap and they bring are. people together and, yeah. you know, do what's best for whatever to get those kids or young adults or even adults, you know, over the hump and yeah. get them to a really great place in life because life is short. So let's just enjoy what we can of it. Yeah. And they've even been reaching out to the small rural schools and, you know, in our area here, you know, the the financial constraints on the small rural schools, uh, they do not have the financial resources to, to pay and reach, uh, to get some of these services. So, you know, whether it be a buddy bench or our speakers going to the smaller schools mm-hmm. or, or avenues reaching out to them, it's just those kids need service just as much as the students mm-hmm. that live in a bigger city. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. don't have a school that can, can yeah. pay for all these things. So yeah, we're trying to reach, reach because they're just as important as, mm-hmm. as everyone else. We're trying to reach them as well, you know. And also with uh, inclusion, I think one of the, one of the things that we did this year that I've received a lot of feedback in, in this rural area is we uh, 
packed uh, farmer bags, and there was how many of them, dear? Not- so last year, during Generosity Days, uh, we picked the project of farmer appreciation bags. So last year, the farmer suicide rate amongst Ooh. our community and just national just hit an all-time high okay. for for the egg community. Community, it's just a really tough time for them. Yes, yeah so many things out of their control and they just they don't know it's tough for them there are a lot of them are very private very humbled people and so we just wanted to let them know that we care about them and to hold on and you know there's a lot of special services out there just for the egg community you know so we with our community and with many different girl scout troops and ffa groups we packed and distributed 900 farmer appreciation bags amongst yeah. Lafayette County and Green County. Yeah. Wow. So in there Amazing. were so yeah. in there were just little things, you know, just um little cute things or but there was also information packets in there like here's just some information, put it aside. If you ever need it, there it is. You know, yeah, we didn't want to like just shove it to them and say, you need help or something. We just wanted <laughs> them to not right. They right. would not. No. So <laughs> Again, with our community, community, we had all the, everything was donated. And on generosity days, we packed these bags and then FFA groups passed them out on uh, nights, school, open house. The Farm Bureau passed them out. The church um, communities throughout Green County passed them out if they knew them. We had one Girl Scout group that helped us pass them out. So, rural insurance, etc. Yep. Yeah. So just cool. lots of different groups. Again, uh, a lot of bank egg lenders helped us. A lot of them put on egg lunches during the harvest time for their customers. So they took them and they passed them out to their customers. And just some of the feedback and letters and just pictures yeah. we've received back over the even the past year just. That's great. It was, you know, it was a great opportunity for us to help our farmers. Yeah, farmers coming up to you saying, uh, and realize we don't know who all received a bag and who didn't because the distribution was the hard part. So those people were doing a lot of the distributing. And, you know, thank you for brightening my day is when they come up and they tell you that and you say, what what I do? I got that swag bag. I got that, that farmer appreciation bag. And... You know when when their their inputs are up, and the prices that they're receiving are down, and you're working and you're not you don't see a bright future, and you're hoping things get better. For that just to arrive really meant a lot to a lot to some of those guys and we and women. Yeah, you know. and for them to say something. And they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't say something if it wasn't genuinely. Really helped right. some of them, and it wasn't like it was a wasn't a financial gain for them, but just knowing that you were, were supportive of you and right. we're with you. And yeah. just you maybe know. put a smile on their face. There sure. was some nice little gifts in there donated, absolutely by our community and businesses, and you know things they could use on a day to day basis, and and also just some information. We had. <laughs> We had uh, a couple of the grade schools in Monroe write thank you cards, like just handwritten thank you cards to the farmers and yeah. why people packed bags that day. We also had them just simply do a thank handwritten thank you, like thank you for, for being you or thank you for doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or, wow. you know, 
Because a lot of farmers don't think that anyone even knows what they do. Right. Oh. Appreciates we appreciate do. them every day. Every time yeah. I eat, I exactly. appreciate them. <laughs> but, you know, there's <laughs> you like know. masses of people who you don't know. realize where their food comes you from. Know. Well, their food well, and just know, the grain right. and the, yeah. di- you know, just yeah. you everything, know, you know. Farmers are so important in our nation and especially in our community. Our community yeah. is based on the egg community. It is. Yeah. So yeah. we tell them that, or I've, I've told them, well, I'm I'm not a politician, and we we don't have wealth. We can't help you that way, but we can buy your products and right, <laughs> you exactly. know, let you know that you. we care. And yeah. that's unfortunately that's that we don't have the other means to yeah. help yeah. them. Yeah, unfortunately, that's all some of us can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we just try every year to do a community project that will just give back to some kind of group within right. our communities. We try to pick different, you know, because there's always different people. There's always people that need help. So, yeah, yeah we've great. we've picked some big projects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like you guys have your hands full. And we do. Yeah. And on top of, you know, we're still very involved in many of the school districts. They have amazing programs that they already have in place within their school districts. Mm-hmm. So why rebuild the wheel? Let's just support the programs that they're currently doing. Yeah. So a lot of it might just be financial help that we give them, right. you know, but some of those schools just need, you know, it's either we need financial help or those programs not going to go anymore. So mm-hmm. just small things like that we can do. Um or we can bring in programs or buy special things if they need it. So, you know, we're always doing different things, which we try to just keep it different. But we're always there to help no matter if it's this past year, we gave away little pencil bags with a really cute little saying about supporting yourself and just supporting others. And we gave out 600 pencil bags to area wow. schools with this little saying on to Alpha Elementary. And, yeah. you know, it might just be a saying, but they're going to see that every day. Right. So if you see it enough, you might start affirmation. believe yeah. it. So, yeah. you know, we're always looking for new projects or to support whatever is out there or whoever needs support. Um, we recently just sent Megan Schilt with Avenues Counseling mm-hmm. to a national training. She is now certified in mental health first aid. Oh, wow. So for adults, and she's going to be certified soon for and she'll, for youth. And so with these, you know, we would love to send her out and have her teach in the schools about mental first aid, what to look for, what to do. You know, it's just all these great um, information. And also we would love to send her into... Uh, the community and businesses, you know, yeah. share it with your businesses. You know, it'd be the best thing if businesses would say, okay, this training's going to happen. You go as an employee, you go, um, you know, you don't have to take vacation or anything, but we want you to be able to able to help within our company. And, and you know, so that's, you know, a lot of good projects to come, yeah, but, definitely. you know, so again, we're sharing the education, you know, mm-hmm. Megan, a lot, helps us with a lot of the community stuff and so now we're helping her and we're going to send her out into the community and schools and whoever will accept her and will let us come in then we would love to share the first aid information with them yeah that would be a great training for anyone to go through mm-hmm. it is yeah, i sure. i mean i went through it um and certified in mental health first aid it's very educational and very mind opening um and it's just not for people that teacher, anyone that has any interaction with adults or kids, which is 
pretty much everybody, everybody right? you yeah. know it's just a great way to what to look for and what to do and yeah. how to process what's happening and yeah i think it um that would also be good for um well i think law enforcement did have that kind of yeah the crisis and so, training, yes. right? which is kind of along the lines. Along so. the lines, but yeah. with the mental health first aid, there are different avenues, too, that can go specifically to EMTs or to the police department, to the fire department, right. to, you know, so there's mm-hmm. different training manuals. So there's just a lot of information. And anyone that would love to have it, we would love to send her out. And yeah. it's an eight-hour training, you know, but you can break intense. but you can break it down to, like, two smaller trainings, you know, because that is hard for a lot of people to do an eight-hour training. Yeah, um, So we just held one along with NAMI of Greene County last week, did Mental Health Matters, of, oh, yeah. and it was Mental Health Awareness Week, and they had 12 people attend. So Good. the first class, that's a great... That is a great... That's, it's a nice yeah. start. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice size of a class. And, yes. Yeah. You know, and it, and it was not even just people from Green County. It was different counties around us and oh. different occupations. And so the that's training... Really, that's, like, exciting to think yeah. that people are coming around. Yeah. It, you know, the stigma I've noticed, and it may be just from my viewpoint... Uh, after Jake has passed, I really see the communities in the, in this area in Greene County breaking down the stigma of suicide and yeah. starting to look at it differently. And um, to me, that's a win. That's that's one of the main goals of our of our uh, board and our um, the swag uh, all together. It absolutely has yeah. changed over the last. I see a big change over the last probably five years, yeah. really most recent, the last couple of years, you know, people are talking about mental health and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not taboo and it's not mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people have it or deal with it. So why not support each other? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause that's a lot to keep internalized. It is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are more willing to talk about suicide as well. Um, oh, sure. You know, like we talked about earlier, it was like a stigma. You didn't even talk about it. You right. didn't talk about it with each other. Um, but I know that the students, when it happens, they want to talk about it. They want to yeah. have those conversations. So they I feel need like to have. Yeah, they need to. But I feel like there's even a want there. Like, can we talk about this? Can we right. discuss what happened? Because it's so hard for us adults to go through, you know, losing a loved one to suicide. I can't imagine being a teen having to deal, go through that. And to, you know, we've all lived, adults adults have lived, you know, the adult life and we can kind of process things different. But, man, kids in middle school and high school and even elementary, how do you... How do you process that? And it's so hard. So why not lean on the people that are there to help? And yeah. you know what? Even if you don't have to sit and talk about it, you can sit and listen. Yeah. Just listen that, yeah. you know, and maybe try to, it's hard to understand how or why someone would think of doing that to themselves. But, you know, it's a process you have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that also it's, there's the stigma that people are weak. When they die by suicide. Oh, sure. Absolutely. When, you yeah, know, you're right. Really it, yeah. it takes a lot of bravery to do something like that mm. and a lot of thought process into it. Um, and and it, they really are just, you have to think about it, you know, whether 
they talk about it or not talk about it. In our case, it was totally off the radar with Jake. But someone needs to just be in a really dark place in their life to think that nobody cares for them. Right, right. That no one in this entire world is there for them. Mm -hmm. So that's just a really dark place. And so they're still wonderful people. They just made a really dark choice and a choice that they unfortunately can't come back from. Right. Most likely. So... But I do think you guys are making a huge impact in Greene County, and I think that it's going to spread even further now with this app. So we're really proud yeah, of that you wasn't, I, had, I had no idea where this was going. Yeah. When we started, like I said, I was apprehensive about it, and I didn't think it would take off, and it did. And then we had the success in the schools and stuff, gratefully, and... This is going bigger than I had ever envisioned. It's uh, absolutely amazing. But like I said, it's it, it isn't Terry and I doing this. This this is the community and the businesses and the people. Right. It's this is their it's their the, victory. This is what they're supporting. It's what this is them. It's the, we just happen to have our name on it. But this is not our success. This is the community's right. success. It's the people yeah. that come to our events yeah. or tell us yeah. their stories or. Donate items to our garage sale. You know, it's just the little things that, you know, that it's just that people believe in us. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, we could do nothing, you know, financially or anything without the community and without the people. people. The corporations and businesses in our county have been phenomenal in the... Uh, even like she said, from the Milwaukee area and the healthcare facilities, this that wants to keep you. You know, you're helping people, but to have that type of support, you you want to be true to them, and right. and we are going to be. If they're going to support, I'm going to be true to them, and we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do what we say, and we're gonna make it happen and make it right. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for everything you've done, um, and also for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Having this chat. Thank you for listening to another episode of Clear Thinking, brought to you by Better Broadhead. For information of upcoming events and meetings, please visit our website at betterbroadhead.org and be sure to subscribe to our email list.